CHR has a new foster care program in the Willimantic area, and I'm joined by Christine Tomlin, a therapeutic foster care supervisor with CHR, and Nicole Crenshaw, a foster care recruiter. Ladies, good morning. Thanks for joining me today. And Christine, for starters, let people know what CHR is and what it's all about. Sure thing. So uh, Community Health Resources, it's the state's most comprehensive nonprofit behavioral health organization. We serve people of all ages with mental illness, addictions, trauma, homelessness, and more. Uh, We have programs in Eastern Connecticut, outpatient care, intensive residential, um, all sorts of things for family. And our new program um, with the state is Functional Family Therapy, Therapeutic Foster Care. It's available all over the greater Willimantic area. Nicole, tell me more about that. What is the FFT Therapeutic Foster Care Program, and what does it cover? All right. So this is a DCF-funded program. So it's to help match children and teens with trained foster parents who can provide loving, supportive environments to help youth navigate, you know, the challenges of growing up, just challenges in life. Nicole, while you're at it, we're talking about foster care and foster children this morning. Define that. What specifically is a foster child? A foster child is someone who's experienced some type of um, trauma or neglect, and they're displaced from their biological family, so they're no longer residing with their birth parents, and they're in need of a home, and that's where our foster parents would come in to provide them that home setting, that that, you know, giving them that love and support while placed in their home. So it's a it's a child who's been temporarily or, you know, for some longer than that, removed from their homes of origin. And, Christine, how great is the need for more foster parents in this area, the Willimantic area? Hi there. Yes, um, there is a huge need right now. We have uh, youth that are just sitting in group homes and residential homes waiting to come out. They've done lots of treatment and they're ready for the community and to be in the community in a home. We have kids that are uh, just can't find a permanent place because there's not enough foster homes uh, and they're kind of going night to night to different homes. Um, especially a needful is the middle schoolers and the high schoolers. Uh, people shy away, but this is a great age. These these teens, um, you can have great conversations and be active with them and do things in the community with them. Um, and there's just a, a huge need right now for people to step up and help be a foster parent. Nicole Crenshaw, you're a recruiter for foster care. How exactly do you recruit these people, especially to find homes for them to stay in? And how do you recruit them at the middle and high school level, which Christine just talked about being maybe the biggest need you've got at this point? So we get pretty creative, as you could imagine. (laughs) On any given day, there's a little over 4,000 children in foster care. So the need is there. And we, you might see our signs, especially now that we're kind of focusing on that Wyndham Willimantic area. We'll have um, different signs out coming on radio stations. We'll go to different events as well. We were at the Latino Fest um, this summer. We were actually connected with the mayor and planning to join one of his coffee conversations to really, ex- you know, explain the need to the community. It takes a community, a village, to provide the support that's needed for our children. They're hurting. They're um you know, experience the loss, the major loss that most of us take for granted seeing our loved ones every day. So being able to take the village, put everyone together and, and just commit to helping at least one child. That's what I tell people, make the call, help at least one child, but you'll see us around because um, we're always looking for opportunities. The best way, the best form of advertisement is word of mouth. 
So in addition to foster parents, we're looking for brand ambassadors. Be a brand ambassador for CHR and foster care. If you own a local business and you're willing to put up one of our signs in your, um, you know, in your establishment or partnering with us to have an informational table, we're more than happy to partner with you because that's what it takes is the word of mouth and then the village to step up. Christine Tomlin, what was the effect of the pandemic on foster care? I imagine that probably limited the ability you had to connect foster parents with foster kids. Yes, absolutely, because, you know, the pandemic was a scary time for everyone. Um, And unfortunately, foster children didn't stop existing, but we all kind of huddled up in our homes and, you know, we're scared, right? We were scared for a long time. And many foster parents that had fostered became scared and stopped fostering. Um, and now that the pandemic is over, we need to really have people open back up again, open their homes. Uh, kids are back in school. That was a big concern because, you know, there was, there was no child care for kids and, and teens, but now, um, you know, the pandemic, I, I'm not going to say it's over, but, you know, we've learned, we have the vaccinations, we've learned to uh, move on through life, and we really need people that, you know, can start to reopen their homes so we can help these kids find someone to, someone that can commit to them so they don't have to be going to different homes uh, whenever there's an availability, night to night, week to week, um, and they can just develop those healthy relationships with people that they can learn from. And hopefully as an adult, they can say, oh, I remember that foster home and all this stuff I learned and the good relationships, and that can help them throughout life be parents themselves. Are there protocols in place, Christine, now that weren't here three years ago to keep people safe in the wake of the pandemic? Um, Now, we definitely um, help parents as far as any education or um, steps to help the home. Uh, What we're doing now is we have functional family therapy that comes in once a week. You get a case manager and you get a therapist that helps that transition. So any concerns you have, we can kind of wrap around you and make it a smooth transition. Um, And the best part about it now is those services, if the child is going home to a relative or a loved one or a parent, um, we wrap after the foster care is over, we then wrap those services uh, for a period of time around that birth family or permanent resource. So it's a really new, exciting time to be in foster care. Nicole, who can be a foster parent? <clears throat> anyone. <laughs> and when I say anyone, it is a single parent, um, married couple, um, someone who's never had children, same-sex couple, um, a mother-daughter combo that may reside together, a full-time, somebody who works full-time, somebody who works part-time, um, anyone who has a desire to help others and a passion to give back to our kids, to our community, to the families, because, you know, it's not just the child, but you're helping a family who's encouraged, um, who's encountered, sorry, some obstacles in life. So anyone who has a willingness to give an openness to be trained, um, we provide the training and the tools to fill your little toolbox and um, guide you along the way. You'd said earlier that middle and high school students have the greatest needs right now, but what's the overall age range of foster children out there? Do they start as young as like one year old? And then how old do they get to be considered available to go to a foster home? So it, it is a kind of a team approach. So, and I, and I say that because they do start from birth all the way up to 18, even some who are older than that. So if, and I, and I indicate a team approach because anyone who is looking for like the younger babies or infants, 
feel free to give us a call and we'll be able to put you in the right direction to that specific program. So it is from all of those ages. The majority that we see right now coming through for functional family therapy foster care is um, 11, 8, 8, to, 8 to 18. Does a potential foster parent have the ability to say, I would like a child who's between like 5 and 7 or between 12 and 14? In other words, can they narrow down the age range of what they'd like to have for a foster child? I see people, they'll start my class with a specific age in mind, and by the time we finish, they're open to trying uh, even a bigger range. So, yes, you can come in and identify, you know, indicate what age you kind of have in mind, but as they go through the process of learning what our children have experienced and the different needs, they're usually open to trying really all ages because just taking a chance to fill out what your kind of niche is and, and what you do well with. We, we help develop that. It's a mutual collaboration. So it's not just us selecting, but it's also the prospective foster parent. It's a team, kind of a team decision. Christine, what kind of support does CHR pr- provide for foster parents? Absolutely. Um, so like I was mentioning earlier, we want a smooth transition into your home and to, you know, make sure that that is a good fit for you. So, you know, we start at the very beginning trying to make sure that, you know, the youth is you know, somebody who's going to make a good fit in your family based on, you know, who makes up your family. We also um, have a daily stipend um, that the state provides each day that covers the food, housing, clothing, anything uh, the youth may need. We have 24-7 clinical support and case managers. We have an on-call line uh, for emergencies. We also do weekly family sessions in the home. We have medication management available if a child needs it. And we also have monthly trainings, um, support groups and trainings about different topics uh, to really help foster parents just increase their skills. So we do whatever we can. <laughs> we help you with case management needs. Um, you know, if you have a youth that needs, um, like, wants to do certain programs in the community, we can help connect you, connect kids or, or you with resources. So, yeah, we really want to help these foster kids be able to make a good fit with your home and, and be able to help that parent just be able to make the best of the situation. And Christine, you talked about the monthly training session. What about before you start as a foster parent? What kind of training does a foster parent get on what to expect and what to do? Absolutely. So we have some amazing trainers. Uh, Nicole's one of them. And we do a training um, with other foster parents. So it's a group environment. Right now we're doing them virtually on Zoom. Uh, That's one of the things from the pandemic. We found people really enjoy doing things that they can, you know, they don't have to get a babysitter. They, they can do it from the comfort of their own home. So we have Zoom trainings, and the trainings are about 30 hours. So we usually do them like two nights a week or maybe on a weekend. Um, and we want to make sure that you have all the understanding and tools of what fostering is so you really know what you're getting into and how to handle the situations that might come up. And then the ongoing training can be, we have specialized training specifically about the functional family therapy component that's new this year um, where the therapist comes in the home and, and just makes sure that everything is smooth and helps increase any skills you may already have. And uh, yeah, we just do ongoing trainings every month after that. Nicole, is one of the target audience that you've got for foster parents 
empty nesters, folks whose kids have left the nest, they've gone off to college or gone on to start their own lives, and maybe they kind of miss the people being in the house, and they'd be a perfect match for foster kids. Yes, they're perfect because they have that experience of raising their own children, and they have the extra space because that is one of, you know, the main requirement is you need an extra bedroom in your home for a child to stay in. But empty nesters are a wonderful pool of parents. So if you are an empty nester right now, have a little extra time or even kind of semi-retired, retired, we can put you to work and um, have you help a child in need. Christine, with this foster care program, do you find that children and teens thrive in the right environment? Oh, absolutely. Um, again, like Nicole said, anyone can be a foster parent, but what teens really need is to know that they're loved and supported and that they're not just going to be thrown out the first time they mess up or they make mistakes because all teens make mistakes, all kids make mistakes. Um, success is different for every youth, uh, but basically we want youth to be able to feel that they can be themselves, be kids, you know, not try to grow up too fast, but be their typical age. Some foster families adopt the children that are put in their homes. That's wonderful. But ultimately, we're hoping that all the kids that come in our program can be um, either adopted or reunify with birth parents, with relatives, with uh, supportive people in their lives that they know. And we really want to help with that process so we can help get kids back home as fast as possible. The goal we have is that if there's a, a person identified, the kid can go go back with, that they're only in foster care six to nine months, and that we can get them home. Um, but we have to work closely with DCF for that. But that's our real hope is to get these kids home as fast as possible. Um, and at CHR, our job is to help foster families and children achieve the best outcome for happy and healthy futures. Nicole, do you get feedback from foster parents about what a rewarding experience it was? Absolutely. I have one parent in mind that I just kind of comes to mind where she worked with this girl. She was in high school and it was a wonderful outcome where she was able to reunify. And a couple of years later, she, she took her maybe as a freshman, but graduation came. She invited the foster parents um, and her bio mom was there and the rest of the family, everybody was kind of celebrating. And at the end of the graduation, she said, I want to thank my mom and then also my other mom. Because what happens is it's very rewarding. Our parents, um, you know, you might not feel it during certain times that you're going through obstacles or challenges because this is real life and real people. So, but she was so thankful and felt so rewarded of you're an extension to these children's lives, to their families. So it really doesn't just happen for most of our parents that you just kind of come and go and that's it. We're creating their lives as we speak. You're in addition to their, their family. Christine, now that we have whetted people's appetite on being foster parents, how can people learn more about the new foster care program? Absolutely. Well, we have our website, www.chrhealth.org. Uh, and, of course, our recruitment line, 860-730-8727, uh, 860-730-8277. 
800-888-8727. And again, chrhealth.org. Um, we would love to hear from you. You can email us, um, contact us, anything, even if you just want more information and you're thinking, oh, maybe, maybe after the new year, call us now, get some information now. Um, we would love to hear from you and love to have you like, um, Nicole mentioned, be an ambassador again, even if you can help tell other people, if you have a church family, if you have a community group, if you are part of a club, if you're part of a, you own your own business, you know, how can we get the word out? Even if you yourself are not in a position, uh, to foster kid, how can we get the word out through you as an ambassador that these kids are stuck in group homes, stuck in residentials, going night to night with different foster homes that we can find people to be loved. Homes. That phone number was 860-730-8727. That was Christine Tomlin, the supervisor of the Therapeutic Foster Care Program, and Nicole Crenshaw, foster care recruiter with Community Health Resources. 